Welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Evan Van Musicum, and our guest today is Dr. Jeff Wacones, Technical Service Veterinarian for Farmgate. It's great to have you here. Hey, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Farmgate? Yeah, I've been with uh, Farmgate Animal Health now for two years, a little over two years, actually. I started in January of 2020. And, of course, we all know what happened in March of that year. So that first year was a little sit down and, and just talk to people on the phone or Zoom. So that was, that was an interesting year. But I uh, have really enjoyed my, my time with them so far. Relatively young company with good people and good, and good products. Before that, uh, I've been in the industry for longer than I care to admit, uh, Iowa State University grad in the, in the mid-80s and then practiced for about 20 years in central Iowa. Swine was primary, uh, but food animal, food animal medicine there. And then uh, with, a, with another industry company in 2002. So it's been fun. I've enjoyed my journey so far. You're here to talk today about you know, the proper guidelines for mixing water-soluble medications and when to choose MFAs, injectables, and water-soluble meds. So can you just define for us a little bit what an MFA is and when we should select them, injectable or water-soluble? Yeah, MFAs would be medicated feed additives. And uh, feed grade would be another term for it uh, versus water-solubles, which are antibiotics administered through the water, through the water system of the building. And then injectables, obviously, would be antibiotics that are administered through a syringe. And I guess the easiest way, or one of the ways that I look at it is, as far as choosing which, and, and uh, is, would be how many pigs are you going to be treating, right? All of them would require some type of VFD, a veterinary, a veterinary feed directive, or a prescription uh, to be administered, and of course, proper records of of any of the antibiotics that you're choosing should be should be kept. But then, how many pigs am I treating? Uh, if I've got a 1,200 head barn, if it's a mild uh, outbreak, maybe some arthritis or something that doesn't have a high incidence, I'm going to probably choose an injectable. If it's something that I think is going to be infectious and it's gradually getting a little worse to where I'm injecting 5 to 10% of the population, then I'm going to think about a water-soluble medication. And then if I think it's reoccurring in that flow or in that barn, and I know when I think it's going to affect those pigs, I'm going to place the antibiotic, appropriate antibiotic at maybe a week before I think they're going to break with, with the disease. So... That's probably the major consideration. I guess the other things that you have to think about is your, is your labor. Who's doing the injection? Who's doing the administration of the, of the water medications? Does the barn have the proper uh, equipment or the water lines, the medication, you know, proper administration for, for your water solubles? The feed would probably be the easiest because it's in the feed and as long as the feeders are full and, and the lines are working, they're getting the medication. The problem with, with a feed additive or a disadvantage would be that it's probably going to take a longer period of time for the pigs to receive the medication. The lines have to be empty or the bin has to be empty in order for that feed to get to the pigs. 
I'm really glad you brought up labor as a reason why you may choose water or injectable or feed meds because I know that in poultry, I see that a lot where possibly the labor on that site might not be reliable enough to mix water meds on time and consistently, not to mention sometimes the the labor is transient, meaning that, you know, hey, we've got maybe four people that do chores on this site and it's a variable schedule. So communication might be an issue where it's hard to get everyone on the same page that we're mixing water meds today. So when we may put it in the feed, but a struggle we also see in the feed, which I'm guessing you would see in pigs is that sometimes you have an antibiotic you want to run, but in order to run that, we have to pull the coccidiostat out. What's worse, the issue we have at hand or the possibility of having coccidiosis break in this turkey flock, for instance. Um, can you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, that's a, a great comment. You know, labor is just huge in, in all ag industry, right? And so anytime that you can make it easier for your staff, which feed medications do, one of the biggest problem is there aren't a lot of labels that will allow combinations in swine. Very few, in fact. And, and so that, that you've got some limitations in that realm. And so the next easiest thing for your barn workers would be, probably be water medications. And uh, we have a lot of barn managers that will maybe assist in that in the first time through, show proper administration, proper handling, proper mixing, making sure that the water lines are clean or, you know, nipples and water flow are all good in, in each pen. And then once that is established and they're comfortable with day-to-day labor force in that barn, they're able to, to turn them loose with that. And, and uh, so, but keep in mind, you know, records still need to be kept, and, and that's all under a veterinary client-patient relationship, so people under, understand that it's under a, a judicious use of the, of the antibiotic and under veterinary supervision. What are some good tips or pointers that listeners should keep in mind when mixing a water-soluble medication? We get a lot of, of comments about solubility, right, and why, why won't a product go into solution or, or why one product goes into solution better than the other. And, and typically, uh, all water-soluble products are water-soluble. They do go into solution. So if there's an issue, it's usually the water on the site or the farm. It can be iron or calcium or residue left in the bucket. Always make sure they have a clean, clean bucket. Always make sure your water lines are clean. Uh, in, older, in older buildings, uh, biofilm or chemical buildup can be within the lines and really not only restrict the flow of the water, but also uh, reduce the efficacy of the product. So clean waters um, and, and cleaning those lines occasionally to make sure everything, the pigs are getting fresh water because, as you remember, the number one nutrient is water for any animal. And so that's most important, Make, making sure your system is working properly. Your medicator is also giving the proper dose because water is the vehicle to get the antibiotic to the pig or whatever you're putting through the, through the system or the water lines to the animal or to the pig. Uh, the water's the vehicle, so it's important to make sure that that system is, is running properly. 
So along that same vein, what are the most common questions you get about water-soluble medications? I'm guessing, you know, number one is that you've already covered is why doesn't it mix, Doc? Yeah, typically, um, that's the number one question. Hey, I'm having issues. It's not going into solution. What can I do? And again, the biggest thing is make sure you have a clean bucket. Maybe check your water for hardness. Most products go into solution better if the water's warm, right, versus cold. And then most products like an acidic a pH of, the, of what they're going into. So if you've got real hard water, it's alkaline, maybe add an acidifier. Sometimes that will help. But it, in, in a lot of times, if, there's, if they're having issues, we suggest do it, just doing a benchtop type of thing where you're using a little bit of product into a little bit of water so you're not wasting you know, and a whole package of the water and see, see what works for you and then get it going. The other thing is that we offer, offer help. If, if you're having problems getting something into solution, FarmGate website, you can, all our contacts are there and you can and give us a call and, and we'll help walk you through it. So you mentioned that lines that are, have a biofilm or have buildup of minerals on the inside of that line could affect solubility and water flow. Would using a line cleater, of course, that would help flow and, and getting rid of the biofilm and the mineral deposits in those lines, but is there any way that using a line cleaner will hurt a water-soluble med? Not if there, it's flushed. After using it and the lines are clean and it's flushed with clean water, the, you know, the biggest headache about cleaning lines is usually you're changing nipples because the, you get a lot of chunks and it, it will block the nipples, so... You're either replacing nipples or trying to clean them, and you know that's that's a big headache, and it really probably the number one factor of why more lines aren't cleaned, right? Because guys don't have the time maybe to make sure that the nipples aren't plugged. In- invariably, that that will happen, but it's important to make sure uh, make sure that they're clean. And I think in these older barns, uh, I've seen people just say. I'm going to replace the water line because um, it's just too much of a, you know, you can barely get a trickle through the, through the water because it's just, the biofilm has just built up and constricted the line to almost no, no flow. So if they, they run that and then flush them well, it won't affect the medic, it, medication will run a lot better and be more effective. So we talked a lot about water-soluble meds. We've talked about feed-grade meds. What about injectable meds? What are your thoughts and pointers as far as using them? I know know, we talked about earlier that injectable meds are when you have a small subset of animals that are affected by whatever you're treating. But how do you go about being the most effective in your use of injectables? It depends on labor, right? If you have people that can identify sick animals, first of all, which can be a challenge, they can identify it. They have good husbandry. They have good skills for in- injecting. And also, they need to record that animals being treated, identify it somehow, probably pull it and put it in a different pig, but identify it, keep track of slaughter withdrawals, those type of things. But the biggest advantage of an injectable is that if, if given properly, it's going to be in the pig. It's going to last. And with the newer antibiotics, it's probably going to last anywhere from five to seven days. And that pig won't have to be treated within that period. But that's the the biggest thing for me is having the people that are able to identify the animal and give the shot properly 
and then record it. So along with identifying the pigs, what role does the actual stress of injectable meds play in the success of those treatments? Is that maybe another reason why you'd maybe go to a water med? I think so. You know, the water meds and feed meds, there's little to no stress. One advantage about water meds is that generally a pig that is sick will continue to drink longer than it will continue to eat. They'll go off feed a lot sooner uh, than they will stop drinking. And there is a stress injecting in the neck, a little bit of tissue irritation, the stress of it being probably either confined in some way to, to get the injection administered properly. All that is, is a lot more stressful on the animal than, say, water or feed medication. What I'm kind of picking up is that really, depending on expense, water meds are kind of the way to go. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually, if you really, generally, if you pencil out cost of medication, water meds are very competitive with injectable medications. And, and then feed medications are probably a little less expensive, but you're, you have a give and take with the feed meds versus the, the water meds and on, on availability and how soon that you can get that antibiotic into the feed and into the pig. So Right. As long as uh, yeah. with the combinations you had mentioned before, you know, you can't mix a feed med with, with much of anything in pigs or really in any species. So yeah. something to be always be cognizant of. And we don't do it very often, but mass vaccination or mass injection uh, with an antibiotic, it, it has been done. That's intense labor, obviously, intense stress, and there's all, always a risk of injury of the pig and of the worker, right? The person giving the shot. So that's another factor to consider. So is there anything else you'd like producers and listeners to know? Well, I think the the biggest take home is is that whatever antibiotic route of administration you you choose, there are, are a lot of different factors to consider. Probably for me, the most cost effective and labor effective, it would be water water soluble uh, administration. But again, it's going to depend on, on the system and the barn and employees and, and the pigs. I guess that's my biggest take home. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you coming out, and I'm sure our listeners appreciate your input as far as how to think about which treatment option is available to them. So yeah, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for taking the time to listen to us. If you didn't find us helpful, hopefully you found us interesting. Interesting.